Welcome to the Center of Excellence Sales Podcast. I'm your host, Tim Genovese, Director at Oz Marketing and Sales Novice. With me, as always, Oliver Young, Operations Director for the Young Automotive Group. So pumped today. Super, super pumped. And as always, Brad Taylor, Corporate Trainer with the Center of Excellence. I'm assuming it's a lot colder outside when you're listening to this. (laughs) Good one. (laughs) It's cold. Probably. I mean, you never know these days. With You these never fa- know. We, we get the fake winter, and then we get the second summer. And, True. Yeah. And back again, we have Dallin Brashears, general manager with Young Kia in Layton. Thank you so much for being here, Dallin. Thanks for having me. I'm thrilled to be back. Super, super excited to chat with you about our topic today. And uh, I'm, I'm actually going to hold Brad accountable for having brought a good topic. This is a terrible, terrible I segue. love that one. Still the very best. <laughs> so ham-handed. I, I'm trying to figure out what you're better at, segues or taking copious notes. <laughs> oh, it's the it's the notes. The segues are awful. <laughs> They're, hey, they work, and that's what's important. I got a quick quote. First, I'm going to quote it in the words of the Honorable Jared Price. The best way to get anywhere in life is to help someone else get there. And that was Benjamin Franklin. Benjamin Franklin, Jared Price. Yep, 100%. (laughs) The quote actually comes from a quote from Zig Ziglar. You can have everything in life you want if you will just help other people get what they want. So it's all about that reciprocity. If you want to get somewhere, help someone else get there. Take somebody else with you. Dallin, you've been with the group for a handful of years, life. But who are a couple of people that you feel like you have helped them elevate to where they're currently at? Oh, goodness. I I could find a a bigger list of people who have helped me, but one of the more notable ones was we hired Teeks Meyer on, and Mm -hmm. he was just a referral, and to watch his growth throughout the years has been incredible. And then at our store, lots of people with Nate Jones, Mason Cook, Jennifer Miles, yeah, and and the list could go on. Those are just ones that are currently in a management position that I've watched grow, and, and we've helped move along. Yeah, absolutely. No. Now, you did specifically mention the list is probably longer of people that have helped you grow, which is true. And that's typically the way it is. But those people that you've helped grow, how have they helped you ascend, right? Because you came down from the Idaho stores, started in finance, worked your way to the desk, and now took over as the general manager of of Kia. And along that path, a bunch of those names you just mentioned, you helped grow but they were actually helping you grow. Why do you, why do you feel that's the case? So I think that's the case because they allowed me to take on other projects as I was able to grow them into positions where I could trust them to do their jobs. It was able to allow me to focus on other things that may not have seemed as important in, in the daily grind of things, but helped the store become more successful. Yeah. And, then, and as they grew, they brought more and more people on, so it was this level of trust that they could do their jobs with minimal supervision and we were able to accomplish more. Yeah, isn't that amazing how that happens? It's actually the more you can reduce the tasks that are on your own plate and get competent people around you, it frees you up to to get other things done. Now, switching gears a little bit, Oliver, have you ever failed at anything? <laughs> Today. I mean, every Just day, ever. right? <laughs> I mean, in, in the past I, two I and a half hours? And... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Anything that just you failed, but you went back at it and, and tried again. For me, I actually, be, I full heartedly believe in failure. And what I mean by that is 
I go after a lot of different things. Tim can probably attest to this. A million percent. <laughs> As I just start throwing stuff at the wall, mm-hmm. and then when it when it falls, I go, okay, let's see. Did I do that wrong? Is it just a dumb decision, or do I, or do I just need to look at it in a different way, right? And so for me, I I fell often because through failure, I find that's where my strengths all eventually get to the. To, to the keys. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. We learn way more during times of failure than we do in times of success. Mm-hmm. A lot of times we have success and we're not even sure how we did it. We can't replicate it, right? But mm-hmm. in failure, we take a closer look at where did we fall off and, and why, right? Now, those times when you mentioned that you failed, you mentioned specifically, Tim, I'm assuming those things you were working towards or just thrown against the wall, you were never doing that alone. Am no. I right? No. Always with the team, some people around you you can trust. I I surround myself with awesome people because I know that if I were to fail alone, that would actually cripple me. And I notice it cripples me. Yeah. Because I get into that negative head loop where I'm like, ah, crap, I can't do anything right. And I don't know, can I really do anything right? Yeah. But when I have those people around me that, that... that support me, that sustain me, that go, hey, no, 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 get up, let's go, we we got this. It allows me that opportunity to fail more often. Yeah, I, I really like that. I mean, our brains can be echo chambers for negativity. Yeah. It's very rare that they're echo chambers for positivity. Even if we intentionally tell ourselves positive affirmations, something just going on between our ears is full of doubt because we do fail more often than we succeed. So the reason why I bring this up and and thinking of helping others grow is the group is growing, right? And we hope that every single one of you out there sells parts service, some random person at the gas station that Tim tracked down in his truck that's Mm -hmm. now listening (laughs) to the podcast consistently. I always say it, follow people in the parking lot. He he does say that. (laughs) But we hope that you're growing personally. Hopefully your skills are growing. Hopefully you're getting better as a a person. And the only way to do that is to set goals, right? It's to to try something new, throw something against the wall. I've heard this from your dad. I I looked up some statistics, but roughly 20% of people set goals. And now there's varying numbers of people that write them down and things like that. So if only 20% set goals, according to some research, only 30% of those people achieve their goals. However, if the people that do set their goals will simply share them with someone else, their chance of succeeding goes up to 65% if they only simply share that goal with someone else. However, an even better catalyst to succeeding and achieving goals is if you have an accountability partner. Now, what in the world is an accountability partner, Dallin? Someone who is going to hold your feet to the fire to make sure you do what you want to do. I like that. So have you had any accountability partners in your life? Oh my gosh, yes. Both my parents were good accountability partners in the group. Jared Price and Mike Gailey have probably been the best accountability partners that I've had and my wife. We took one of the concepts of YAG and we have a 10-year planning meeting every year. Oh, wow. And we have a shared note in our iPhones. And so as we're working towards those goals, we update it. So we see an update in there about once a month from one of us 
who, hey, we're going to do this goal. This is the next step we have to take to achieve that goal. That's awesome. That's yeah. fantastic. Yeah, that's an awesome thing. That's not the action item, but man, if you've got a second, <laughs> pause it and write that down. That's awesome. So I just can't wait to see the the plan my wife has for me. We <laughs> <laughs> like Carly, yeah. We what might need, need an extra next? hard drive for all of those things that we need to improve on. Uh, so the the reason why an accountability partner is so important is like we talked about that echo chamber that happens inside our head where whether whether you're trying to achieve some weight loss goals, some some personal goals, some financial goals, some skills goals, or you're just practicing something crazy enough the majority of us will let ourselves down and we'll let ourselves off the hook we don't hold ourselves responsible or accountable to our goals because we're like i was busy i couldn't do that because of this or something else took precedence and so that was a more important thing than the goal an accountability partner is that stern voice that knows that you set that goal because you felt at the time that that's what was best for you. And they're willing to step in and say, hey, I know you're busy or I know you got this going on, but achieving your goal is important to you. And I'm going to be here, not just as a voice, but as a guide or as an action. Immediately, I think of going to the gym because it's, it's something most people try to do. I mean, January 1st is just around the corner. There will be a lot more people starting back up. But a lot of them are going by themselves. And so then that first day when, for one reason or another, they're unable to go, one day off turns into two, turns into a week, because there's no one there saying, hey, get up, let's get to the gym, and let's accomplish the goals. When you have somebody that's dependent on you, make up some statistic over 90%, we don't want to let them down, right? We'll let ourselves down but we don't want to let someone else down. So when we have an accountability partner, we know they're going to be there at the gym waiting for us. And regardless of circumstances, we'll get up and go to work. And I, I think it's important to have that person be someone who is somewhat external from us because they are going to be able to look at us and say, all of these things that you feel like are important to you are not that important. And you, you're just coming up with excuses and they're able to sift through that a little bit easier than we are. So yeah. they're able to say, you're full of shit. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I love it. So there's a Brazilian businessman by the name of Marcus Hedgekaitis, and he, I met with him a few years ago, and he one time told me, any excuse, no matter how valid, weakens your character. Uh, and that has that. stayed with me. It's, it's been 10 plus yeah, years since awesome. he said that. And I think of that, and it's important to have that that in mind when that external person says, all of these things you're doing are not going to help you achieve your goal, and they're just excuses. And then I run that through my brain, and I realize I'm, I'm weakening my character trying to come up with any excuse as to why I'm not achieving what I said was important to me. Yeah, I, I love that. So a, a good accountability partner is someone else that's going to benefit from what you do, right, with us as a significant other. Oliver, who have been some accountability partners for you through the years, whether it be with like your personal, because I'm just amazed by the fact that you actually want to climb rocks. <laughs> that yeah. For always, fun. Yeah, uh, yeah, for fun, for whatever is going on there. there. You got, yeah. yeah, yeah. like in rock climbing, I've got a, a buddy, his name is Brian Hyde. And in rock climbing, it is amazing what, 
a difference of a partner will make. And what I mean by that is, is when I, so we go Monday, Wednesday, Friday to the gym and because he's standing at the gym, I have to be at the gym. There's mm-hmm. no way I'm going to miss that. Yeah. But more, but even more importantly, when we're doing hard climbs and I get afraid because you know, you're going to be hanging off a 300-foot wall, sticking to dime edge pieces of rock, and you have nothing but you and the rope in between the ground, right? You'll look over at your partner, and he'll just be like, you good? And you're like, I'm good. And then you start climbing. Nice. <laughs> right? Yeah. And so it, it pushes you beyond what you yourself would push yourself to do ever. Yeah. Right? I- and, and, and that... I think that's very applicable to what you're you're talking about. Absolutely. So just out of curiosity, because I don't know and I don't foresee a day where I will ever intentionally oh, climb a rock. Now, is it better to have your, your partner, your accountability partner when you're climbing below you, to the side of you, or above you? In regards to ability? Yeah. It, it, the best is right in your same ability or a little bit above. Okay. And then what about when you're actually... On the wall, when you're where on, do you want that person? You want, you want generally your same ability and at or above, because that person's gonna sit there and they're gonna say, "Go get it, go yeah. get it, go yeah. get it." You can do this. Where somebody that might be a little bit less of ability might be like, "Yeah, I don't know, better than me." I, right. And they'll they'll eat up my excuses. No, that, that it's a hot day, so my feet won't stick. Sure, whatever. Yeah, like yeah, sure, that makes sense. Let's yeah, sit down. Okay, so. <laughs> If you're climbing with an accountability partner that maybe has a lower skill level than you and you're depending on them to be the accountability partner, there's a better chance of excuses yep. creeping into myself. your brain and bringing you down to their level Absolutely. versus the other way. Is that correct? Absolutely. Okay, perfect. So to simplify it and to, to turn it into for our sales staff, if I'm newer in sales it's probably not a good idea for me to try to make the tenured sales guy my accountability partner. Can he teach me stuff? Absolutely. But a lot of the high-level expertise that he'll try to share with me will go over my head. If it's in terms of ability, if I'm a six or seven car person, I probably would like an accountability partner that is a seven, eight, nine car person. And then just work your way up. Is that is that basically what you're saying? Absolutely. Okay. Awesome. So on the service drives, Dallin, I mean, your your Kia store, you've got a great group of uh, service riders and and your staff, your technicians in the back, they all work together very well. How do they work with partnerships or accountability together? What's funny about service teams is they are more gelled than I would say a lot of our sales teams are. It's more of a, a unison mindset. Is that out of necessity or is it because of the culture that's created? I think it's probably a little bit of both. Okay. But I think so many times I see service technicians jump over to help another technician with a big problem with no need for any sort of compensation. Whereas we see a sales guy say hi to a customer and expect half a deal out mm-hmm. of that. Yeah. And and they're they're more willing to work with each other and they they get along. They they like to talk to each other about their families and hang out outside of work and and work on cars outside of work. They take their work home with them and a lot of times. Sure. Excellent. And and I would agree. I see that in, in your teams and I see that in the service teams across 
And then to add to that, we have our service BDCs that help set that stage of what's going to be worked on. We have in sales, we have our sales BDCs, we have our sales managers, where it has to be a cohesive unit where everyone is working in the same direction. When you are a tenured or a more experienced salesperson or service technician or service writer, it's your duty in this group to help the people that are at or below your level to grow. Mm -hmm. So you need to identify whether where you're at and who you can help grow because all of us want to continue to grow. The group is going to continue to grow. There's going to continue to be opportunity for everybody. And if you want that opportunity, you need to find and build or grow your replacement. That's something we've been told for years and years. And you need to help them be better than you, not at your level, better than you. And sometimes there's people, you know, that are sitting there, that they're a department of one that feels Mm -hmm. like. Like our parts department. Parts parts department, right? I'm sitting on the counter. Yeah. I feel like I'm the department of one. There might be a person on the back counter, but we can't have a different job. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so all of a sudden, I'll get into that rut of what what is your real potential. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And until you either with your manager work up, hey, what can I do to push myself? Or with somebody who's sitting in your same spot at another dealership, yep. right? Cross training with them. Yep. That's why that's why that work together, rise together value is so crucial is cross training allows you to find those accountability partners that will help push you even when you might be a department of one. Well, yeah. and, and and what's interesting about that, about cross-training and just training in particular, something I have found just over these past couple of years, I used to think that I was somebody who learns by doing. I'm not. I'm somebody who learns by teaching. Mm. I learn far more, That's awesome. far more yeah. by teaching than I do by, by, by yeah. doing. Excellent. Basically, I just hope that every single person that's listening to this podcast has a goal. Write it down share it with someone else, and then find an accountability partner. If you've got a goal to help other people grow, that's even better. But find an accountability partner, help other people grow because the benefits to you far outweigh what you'll do for someone else. All right. I love it. As usual, I have been taking copious notes. So we're going to start off with a quote by the the late, great Benjamin (laughs) Franklin, a.k.a. Jared Price. The best way to get anywhere in life is to help someone else get there. Did I get that right? Is that Spot the, on. The quote, fantastic. I just was scurrying to write Obvious. it down. The, the point of that is that the people that you help to grow will help you grow. The more you can offload to competent people, the more you can open yourself up to new opportunities. About failure. Failure teaches us more than our successes do, but failure alone can be crippling and very negative. Failure with a good support system allows us to, and, and so now we'll shift a little bit into setting goals. Setting goals, roughly about 20% of people set goals and only about 30% of that 20% actually achieve them. But if you share your goals with someone else, success increases to 65%. With an accountability partner, your chances of success increase even more. So an accountability partner is that stern voice who's willing to step in and push you along. And when you have someone who depends on you, so if you're somebody else's accountability department partner, if you have someone who depends on you, you don't want to let them down the way that you're willing to let yourself down. And then that actually goes back to this quote. Who's the, who's the gentleman this quote was from? Marcus Educates. Marcus Educates. Any excuse 
no matter how valid, weakens your character. So we don't want to weaken our character by making a bunch of excuses, do we? An accountability buddy should be somebody at or slightly above your level. Anyone below your level is just going to eat up all of your excuses and just going to let you use those excuses. Anybody way above your level, those excuses, the, the excuse that you're going to give yourself is that they're just way above your level. It's just way over your head. And then finally, it, this is a culture of work together, rise together. It is your responsibility to help people at or below your level to grow and be better than you. And that, in turn, is going to help you grow as well. Cool. I got one yes. final quote oh, yeah. for you to one put onto those thing. copious notes. Accountability is the glue that bonds commitment to results. Oh, that's uh, fantastic. That's awesome. I love that. And that's Benjamin Frank. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much, guys. If you're listening and you have not rated us on iTunes, please do us a favor. Go rate us. Give us a few stars. Give us some nice words or some mean words if that's the way that you feel. I just hope that it's not. Share this podcast with fam family, friends, stock people in the parking lot, as we've talked about before. Anyone who could benefit from the advice and we wisdom of this podcast. Yet, though, we haven't celebrated We haven't. We're over 10,000. Over 10,000 downloads. We're 11,016 awesome. downloads Holy as of crap. this morning. So please keep sharing that along. Let's get that up above 20,000. Thank 20, you for listening. And thank you for listening. And if you do have questions, if you've got comments, if you have ideas for future topics, shoot us an email to podcast at youngcoe.com. All right. Dana Moi, y'all. Dana Moi.